Heinrich's research grant is coming up for review. I need a progress report for the committee to make sure those funds stay here. We've searched high and low here in Lip's office and haven't come up with so much as a doodle about what he's been working on lately. Now, you were his assistant. What was he closing in on? Oh, you know, Lip. You know, transplants without rejection, revolutionizing medicine, the usual stuff. The usual stuff? How eloquent. Now, come on now, here I mean the specifics. He was on to something. What was it? Beats me. Oh, we may get to that. Honestly, he kept this one to himself? Lips dead. Dean Murch is picking a new department chairman, and it's going to be me, and I'm going to get that grant, and you're going to help me do it. I want everything you've got on my desk tomorrow. You work for me now. Do I get my own parking spot? You get to graduate. Maybe. Won't Mommy be proud? Professor Lohman. What? You know, there's new hope for hemorrhoid sufferers. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. And I'm Mark. And you are listening to Television Movie Night here in America. By the, the time greatest, this, by greatest the time, year of our lives, by 2021. The, by the time this airs, maybe not. I, I don't I don't know. Uh, boy, what a wild and wacky time it is uh, in, in, in both of our lives, right? Yeah, pretty like, crazy stuff. Like what? Like what, what do you what do you mean? Like do you have like a did you go on a road trip or something? No, it was weird. Andrew, I went to um I went to Jersey Mike's. Okay. And uh, I asked for the number two, which is provolone and uh, and uh, turkey, salami right? and turkey, yeah. and uh, they gave me provolone and capicola. It was wacky, man. Wow. Crazy time. Jeez. That is also there was a violent armed insurrection against the U.S. government. Oh yeah. By the president of the United States. I think I saw something about that on Fallon. Yeah. Like yeah. that was is like it's in between it was that and when he was like doing Pictionary with Jane Lynch. Yeah, it's weird. Um, boy, what a wild time. Uh, uh, did you watch any of this on the TV? So Andrew, I was at work when this happened, and uh, I we all saw on our respective news apps um what was Par- happening parlor parlor is what parlor yeah parlor. <laughs> a news app parlor <laughs> we all saw on our respective news apps what was happening and i uh looked at the other guys in the room and i was like so should we um should we watch this on like the tv and they were both the other two guys were like no <laughs> I was like, something yeah. much more important is happening here. Camera three is out of focus. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't that. It was just that we were all, we were all like, we're dead. It's over. Oh, I see. We've we've been dead, and we don't. We know what's happening, and we knew it was coming. So, what as, are we gonna do? As someone who was working from home, I was like, uh, well, if the currency becomes insolvent, I I think. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna stop working. You know, right? Like, you're gonna pay me in funny money? No, 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 no. no. That that doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, it's uh, boy, what a what a wild what a wild time, Mark. And uh, we are recording this on on probably the most uh, we we've just we hit record in the wake, in the aftermath of one of the biggest news stories of the last 10 years. That's right. 
my, our, my captain, my captain, the, the, the number one OG true shit poster himself has been banned from Twitter. God, it's uh, finally here. How will I know whether the Vanity Fair party is uh, not hot anymore? Uh, yeah, I is was was the president still tweeting about how Robert Pattinson can do better than Kristen Stewart <laughs> when he was t- when he was taken off of Twitter? I think he was mid tweet uh, saying that he just watched Happiest Season and he was like, oh, I have things to say. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Bobby. Bobby. Bobby Pattinson got done dirty <laughs> by this woman who frankly isn't good at comedy. And I'm not sure why she was cast in this movie. It, it, well, you know, she has a, there's a supporting cast there. Daubry Plaza. Yes, there. everybody else is funny. She's in a different. Have you seen this movie? Andrew? I have not. I have not. I've seen plenty of Amazon ads for it, but I've not seen it's it. Bizar- it's bizarre because um, everybody else is in a rom-com. And then Case Stu is in like a gritty, sad drama. <laughs> and you like it's there's an aura about her even as everybody else is being funny it's like when it's like dead men don't wear plaid you know where they like splice in scenes from other movies very strange anyways andrew the country's dead uh, yeah and all we can do is uh write to our representatives and be like yeah at the thunderdome yeah, and be like, hey, um, do you like TV movies? Because <laughs> we got some good ones. Because we no, can talk to you about No, them. we just get in the bunker and then we're like, nah, there was time. There's time now. Yeah. We can just watch all the TV movies we can handle. Because what's the point now, right? There isn't any. Just, just TV movies, folks. And boy, we got a humdinger this week. Mark, uh, in the month of January, uh, while the entire republic crumbles around our ears, we're looking uh-huh. back to 1991. A simpler time. A simpler time. The Perhaps first... the last time that democracy truly existed. Yeah, when we all we could do is get mad that somebody threw up on a Japanese prime minister. Right, you know? and we were all debating about whose shirt was hyper-colored enough. That's right. I would put my hand on the sweatshirt. It would be orange on my palm print, but the rest of the shirt was red. What? Except for my armpits, which were also bright, (laughs) brightly colored. Yes. So everybody always knew when I was nervous and sweating. What a great shirt. 1991. uh, Last week we watched Deadly Charm. Something like that. Wicked Ways. Wicked Ways. Starring Barbara. A.K.A. Her uh, Lethal Charm. Lethal Charm, uh, 30 years ago, almost to the day that we recorded that episode. Now we look to another made-for-TV movie entitled Frankenstein, colon, The College college Years. years. And we're going to talk about it at length in a segment I like to call, Well, What Do You Know? Mark. Frankenstein, The College Years, aired on Fox on October 28th, 1991. Prime Halloween season. Ready to get scared? Well, it's going to do a different movie, I guess. Yeah. Uh, 
PBS is showing uh, the original Dracula. That, that that should that should weird you out enough. Frankenstein in the college years. I mean, it's like, didn't isn't young Frankenstein Frankenstein in the college years? Like, isn't he? In a way, but also Frankenstein is Frankenstein in the college years, because in the in the original, Andrew, I don't know if you've read uh, Mary Shelley's end, end original. I've never I've never read a book. Oh. <laughs> Um, but Andrew, um, yeah, the, the, the original story is about a guy who is a student, mm -hmm. a, a university student who is like, I shall bend nature to my will. Yeah. That sounds like a prick, uh, college sophomore to me. Yeah. And so I think that like, you, you see this, you see this in the newspaper, these guys don't know what the fuck they're doing. All right. All right. Right. When I get there, I'll... I'll Ron I'll, Paul 2016. Re, that was what re, I saw. Relove, relevution. Oh, 28. Two, 20, 2008? Yes. Yeah. Ron Paul 2008. That's what I saw in shock all over my campus. He knows what's going on. Why Why aren't we on the gold standard, Mark? Money, money is, is only money. money when it's backed by, a, by something else. Rampant inflation, Mark. Ron, Ron Paul, Ron, Ron Paul, Dr. Ron Paul, Dr. Paul Harvey, Ron, Ron, Ron Harvey. Anyways, um, go, go ahead. yes, caller, go ahead. So I, I think that there, I, I can imagine where this idea comes from in that somebody read or was talking about Frankenstein and was like, Hey, the original Frankenstein is about a college student who reanimates life, but when Mary Shelley was alive, being a college student meant you were like, was like you, you were like two years away from death. Yeah, you were super old and had lived through 18 different uh, famines and you were super wise and mostly drunk. So <laughs> what, what, what if we'd move that into the modern age? And they were like, well, modern college students are also super drunk. So what would it look like? Hey, now. Uh, yeah, we kind of get that here. I feel like this is like... Not enough, though. PCU meets Frankenstein. But I get that stuffed shirt, Dean. Just... Yeah. Ooh. But also Van Wilder. Van Wilder isn't released yet in 1991. Was I guess PCU, PCU released? Was I guess this is more back Animal to school. House. Animal House. Yeah. Directed by Tom Shadyak. Andrew, huh. I have a lot to say about Tom Shadjack. Uh, I do as well. He is a director of very prominent 90s comedies. Some of the most successful comedies of the 90s into the early 2000s. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, Eddie Murphy's The Nutty Professor. Giant. Jim Carrey's Liar Liar and Bruce big. Almighty. All big movies. Patch Adams. Gigantic, huge movies for the nineties. Dragonfly, not as huge, but not yeah. Eh, well, you know, also dra a movie. Dra Dragon Heart with that uh, with the dragon animated Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you have to say about Tom Shadyak? Tom Shad, yeah. Uh, Tom Shadyak was also a. Um, he was a. He's not a. He. This is not our first Tom Shadjack joint. He was a consulting producer on um, Filthy Rich. 
Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I, I guess I, Tom Shadiak must have been just floating around in the in like, the Fox early nineties comedy world. They're like, he knows how to direct a comedy scene. He's can he can advise well, on this. So Andrew, when we talk about this often, I don't want to say something mean about Tom Shadiak. He is known for being one of the the youngest writer for Bob Hope. All right, now we're talking. So in the late 80s, Bob Hope was like, all right, you're going to write my one-liners, kid, yeah. for whenever I show up at a thing. And that's where the story ends. Is like It's one of the first things on his Wikipedia page. It's like, isn't this amazing? He wrote for Bob Hope. Like, that's cool, right? He's got to be talented to get that job. Uh, you do a little more digging, and you're like, oh, his dad was best friends with Bob Hope. <laughs> and you're yeah. like well that's a little different but no still. he still got the job it always reminds me of listening to uh old like writers from like the 50s and 60s that were like I always wanted to be a TV writer and then I'm walking by Jerry's Deli and I see Mel Brooks in there and I walk in and I say, Mr. Brooks, I'd love to write for Get Smart. And he says, all right, give me a spec. So then three days later, I gave him a spec and he said, OK, and I'm hired. And it's like, wow, like if that is true, that they were just randomly walking by, they knew that he was going to go to Jerry's Deli and they went in there and wrote an incredible spec of Get Smart. Like that is amazing. But like. That, I don't think that's true, and I don't think it ever was. I are we sure? I think because I feel like the the barrier of entry to get into TV writing in the fifties was so much. No, you think it was higher? I com I completely disagree because you didn't know what these people looked like. So I think that like you I like I think that I think whoever told that story is leaving out the part where they're like. Well, I had met Mel Brooks like six or seven times at a pool party because we're in the same circle. So it was easy for me to approach him and be like, hey, it's me. Remember me? Uh, I want to write for your show. Like, I don't think it's as cold. I don't think it's like cold calling the way that they always portray it to be. And I that definitely wasn't the case with Tom Chadjack. Anyways, Andrew, Tom Chadjack, you're probably wondering what happened to him. Yeah. Where'd he go? Yeah. He well, suffered a bicycle injury in 2007. Yeah. Uh, chronic head pain, uh, uh, chronic neck pain, uh, headaches, ringing in the ears. He threw it all away. He he said, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to live a, a quiet life of solitude in Malibu. And he just he just walked away from it is basically what happened. And then. By the time he wanted to came, come back, it seems like Adam McKay and Jay Roach, Jay Roach yep. had more or less filled that role. Mm -hmm. But I find it to be an interesting story. Like this guy was around. He knew how to work with Jim Carrey, knew how to work with Eddie Murphy, churned out some very big hits. Mm -hmm. And one of his earlier efforts was this movie. So let's see where it all started. What do we got? All right. Well, first off written by Bright Christ and John Trevor Wolf by my estimation, according to IMDb, these are their only writing credits. That's all they needed. I don't know if these are pseudonyms or what, but 
that is what oh, I was Oh, you think these here. guys are also M. Night Shyamalan from? Some, I, I feel like based on the what was in this, I feel like they probably have written some more. This is starring William Ragsdale, who uh, was in the movie Fright Night. And he's the in, star of Fright Night. Yes, he's the star of Fright Night. He's also in the Left Behind series with Nick Cage. With Nick Cage or the ones that came out before Nick Cage? I think the Nick Cage one he's in. Okay. Christopher Daniel Barnes, who you might know as Greg from the Brady Bunch movies, or... Dharma and Greg. No. <laughs> the voice of Spider-Man in Spider-Man, the animated series on Fox. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And Larry Miller is here. Perennial. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Perennial, uptight, sarcastic guy, Larry Miller. Uh, Radio Land Murders. You ever seen that movie? Yeah. That's a great one. He's in that. Pretty Woman. uh, Nutty Professor. Uh, Did some stand-up. He's a funny guy. Eight Simple Rules. Something, something. All right, Mark, based on what we saw, what did you think this movie was going to be about before we dig in? Andrew, I thought this was going to be classic 90s Fox. I thought we were going to get a a hint of um, uh, Married with Children, a little bit of uh, The Simpsons kind of irreverence. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was going to be a fun modern take on Frankenstein. Yeah. I wanted a boner joke. That's what I was I was like, there's going to there's going to be a boner joke. Andrew, you may want to cut this. I don't know. But I wrote an erotic short story in 2005. Yes. Um, Go off king. About a Frankenstein. And it was uh, it was from the perspective of the lady Frankenstein or Mrs. Frankenstein. The bride of Frankenstein. No, it was no Frankenstein's act. The doctor. Yes, yes. His wife survives the attack. She discovers the formula. She builds a Frankenstein and then she gives him a horse's penis. Just for fun. Just for funsies. And I was, yeah, it's very large, very large. And I was like, if they don't do that in this thing, then what are we even doing here? What's the goddamn point? It's like uh, that movie, See No Evil, starring Glenn Kane Jacobs, the professional wrestler was produced by oh, right. WWE Studios. So the One of the rumors floating around when that movie was written is supposedly Vince McMahon only had one request and that Kane, the professional wrestler, plays like devil's a... Devil's favorite demon. The devil's favorite demon, Kane, uh, the big red monster. He plays the bad guy in the, the See No Evil movie. Yeah. And uh, the rumor is Vince McMahon requested that the monster have something like a 14-inch penis. Andrew, we've all received notes in the past. Very much um, so. Yes. Is that the, if you got that note and no others, would you be like, yeah, I, no I would problem. just in bold addressed, <laughs> fixed, done is what it would say, done. Or would, I, would you write back, we're going to have to shorten it from what I originally wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Find and replace 28 with 14. Yeah, 14 sure. 
Uh, yeah. So, all right. That's Stan cool. Winston's going to be mad at me because I already had him working on them. You shoot it with but... a different. Well, it's like Gremlins where, you know, you you have the close up that's huge. Like they had the, right. the big gizmo. So you can yeah. see the. Uh, yeah. So that's all the can, detail. It, it'll be yeah. fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Mark, act one, we open up and we see someone fussing. We see a doctor. We see a hand fussing with a bunch of knobs and switches while a, a thunderstorm rages on. Oh, my yes, gosh. Equipment. This is Andrew. This this opening we've never seen before. Somebody fussing with very technical equipment at the start of a movie over credits. It's some sort of a laboratory. We, yeah, we don't it's... know what it is. It must be dangerous. Yeah. And then maybe we, we see Maybe we see like a like a can opener, open a can of dog food, and then yeah, some Rube Goldberg plops so into a bowl that's just also Harold full Lloyd in a clock. With the, I don't food. know. I'm just I'm just spitballing. I'm just I'm just, I'm just whatever. And then we just see the hand go. And then music plays. Uh, yes, no, music starts playing. And here's the thing. When I saw it last week, I, I misremembered it because last week you were very excited that we were going to get Louie Louie. I thought we were getting Louie Louie. It is uh, not Louie Louie. Uh, apparently the Kingsman too expensive. Yeah. Instead, we get a knockoff. Uh, we get a licensed version of the lyrics, but not the chubby checker version of the twist. Yeah. So we hear a studio rendition of the twist Modern, updated version of we see an come on old, baby old doctor dancing around in terms of the credits listening to old white hair doctor in a lab coat doesn't classic, look at all like doc brown classic college tune the twist the twist what is the song that's played in animal house by the band um shout yes they should have just they should have gotten that. Well, Andrew, that would have been derivative. Oh, right? but and just playing what we're doing. Just playing a a, a, a like a, a 50s tune. Uh yeah. Out of nowhere. A different okay. 50s, a different, more affordable 50s tune. That's original. All but right. Just doing shout. No, let's see. The, the people will be like, oh, it's that's what well, you gotta do your own thing. We then cut to a boring, we're boring, mid boring lecture by some uh, nerdy, awful looking TA. <laughs> this is Blaine. Is he a TA? Because I feel like at points he becomes an adjunct professor. He is the assistant to Larry Miller, but I believe he is also a student. So I, in my mind, he is a TA. All right. I didn't, I did not get that impression, but. I think they also didn't know what this they, guy was. Yeah, I, I know. They don't know if they're faculty or what, but he's giving a boring lecture, which is putting the entire class to sleep. He then uh, steps down from the podium and then he turns to Professor Lip Zigger. Yep. Uh, uh, who is uh, the looks guy like that he's was dancing. Yes, the guy that was dancing earlier, but Lip looks like he's asleep, but it turns out he's got, he's dead. He he's died. Dead. The lecture was so bad, it killed a man. It killed him. He bored him to sleep. He collapses on the desk, and he is dead. We then cut to his funeral, where Professor Lohman, who's Larry Miller, yep. is giving a speech that he doesn't really... He's giving a, a eulogy, says that he was Lip's best friend. 
people start coughing bullshit in the back. He is uh, a he's he's a Weasley guy. He's, he's Weasley. He's a Weasley shitty guy. We know he's the bad guy right away. Andrew. Yes. I'm losing interest. I don't care. Ooh. I'm young. Hold on. I want a cool dude with attitude. Now, hold on a second. We so have far, to... I've just seen a bunch no, of stuffed shirts no, and old no, bogeys. No, no. We have to, we had to set the stakes here. Let's see what's on CBS. No, if I don't hold see, on. If I don't Give see a, a second. Cool, if I don't see somebody like Bart Simpson in the next 60 seconds, I'm going to the, the UPN network. You're going, <laughs> you're going to discovery zone. Yeah. <laughs> Loman's looking to take over Lip's job now that he's dead as the head of the department. But then one of Lip's assistants, Mark. Oh. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Hold on. All right. All right. I hate Mark, this guy already. He's got a he's got a really shitty name. He's got a he's a piece of shit and he's overweight and no one's ever loved him. And no one no one wanted him there at the funeral. I think he was lost and looking for directions. Yeah. Mark shows up to give his eulogy for Lip. He's wearing X-ray specs, Mark. <laughs> How irreverent. You don't, you don't show up to a funeral this and is a funeral. X-ray specs. That's it's supposed to be like a, you're you're you know, it's a revered situation. That seems does very make sure, irreverent. Yes, does he want to make sure Lip is in the box? Is that what he's worried about? He's he's just wearing he's wearing x-ray specs. All right. Perhaps a boutonniere that squirts water. I don't know. This is our Ferris Bueller of the movie. Mark. Mark is one of Lip's assistants, and he gives some kind of speech and he says. We're going to give Lip the most revered send-off that we can do it. It'll be full of respect. Smash has all the respect that Lip would have wanted. Smash cut to a rockin' party where people are jamming to the twist. The twist! By a studio musician (laughs) uh, in the style of Chubby Checker. Checker, yes! Uh... Mark and Jay are there, and Jay is another assistant, but he's, he's also a f- sell, trying to. He's like, "Tell me your, tell me your social. I'll, I know when you were born, and I can, <laughs> I can get you a good deal on a on a postgraduate loan. Sight unseen. I will take any trade, any lo- any uh, degree trade in. Doesn't matter. We're talking Devry. We're talking yeah. uh, uh, University of Arizona. Doesn't Let's matter. University of Phoenix. We could do it." Uh, Jay goes and hits it, hits on a girl named Andy, who is with her roommate, Gretchen. Meanwhile, well, hang ahead. on, let's, yes. let's not over. I know you want to just move through this, but let's real, let's look at this moment. All right. Mark is the cool dude with attitude. That's right. Jay is his less, we are told less cool roommate, even though he talks exactly like Mark. Yes, he is the same character as Mark, as far as I can tell. No, Except, he's he's more nerve. He's like he's uh, nervous. I gotta he's talk to nervous. girls. Yes, but so he's like uh, girls. But then Mark is with a gentle bit of prodding. Mark is like, yeah, go talk to the hot girl, and he's like, all right, and then he does, and it immediately works out. Yes, because they're both cool. But, yes, it's a movie about two cool dudes. Two cool dudes who are like sniping and, and riffing. 
Also we just, lips. Look, look, uh, here's a note. We just want to see these two cool dudes have fun. All right. Yes. We don't yeah. want to see them. We just want to see. We just want to enjoy them want- enjoying the things that are happening around them, not to them, not because of their results, but also just not causing things. Just there. We just want to see them enjoy it and laugh. Just have it be a modern, fun, hip, edgy take where two friends are just enjoying watching it. And we, the viewer, are also watching it. What if every character was Bill Murray in Ghostbusters? What if that would be fun, right? Uh, why do we theory, have to? Why do we no, have to see? We need why all, do we have to see Egon say? Because he pushes uh, I, the plot forward. I looked. I looked at the. I or I looked in the the eye. I looked at the painting. That was right. I collect spores, molds, and fungus. Yes. Um. Also, the rotting corpse of Lip is at this party. That's true. That actually did make me laugh. We cut to a lifeguard beach chair, and they have put the corpse with a pair of sunglasses <laughs> on it, just kind of hanging out with a big, uh, like a he's got like a mug or something, like a beer glass. Yeah. Uh, that's fun. Lip uh, Loman calls Mark into his office during this party. And he wants Mark to fess up and tell him what Professor Lip was working on before he died. Professor Lip is the head of was the head of the Department of whatever science at this whatever college this is. Necromancy. Yeah. And he says, I know he's working on something important. You're his you were his assistant. You and you were also a student. So you got to tell me what he was doing. Mark plays dumb. Loman has a letter that apparently Lip wrote before he died that he confiscates and reads that says, you got to keep the faith, Mark. You got to keep. I'm counting on you. It says, yes, I'm counting on you. So Loman knows Mark's not telling all he knows. He gives the envelope and the letter to uh, Mark. And he says, I want all the notes that Lip had on my desk tomorrow. Or you're not going to graduate because you work for me now. Right. Uh. Mark looks in the envelope and finds that there is a key card that Loman did not see. And that gets his somehow. Yes. He like dumps the whole thing out, rips it open. Yeah. He looks like then we're like, nope, there's a key card card right here. Andrew, um, we have talked on this before. Whenever we talk about movies that are set in college, this falls perfect right into that classic trope of apparently on a college campus, uh, deans and faculty are despots who rule with an iron fist yes please bow to their will (laughs) like they can decide at whim that you will not graduate it's hilarious but i guess sure it it works for a plot you have to you gotta you gotta gotta that's that uh stuffed shirt uptight dean gotta knock him down a peg or two yeah Mark goes to Jay's, who is on a date with Andy. Jay's, 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 Jay's. Jay's. <laughs> what, which one was that one again? That was uh, sometimes they come back Saturday. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, he was. Oh, that team. Uh, they should have faced the Jay's. Is what they really should have. <laughs> uh. Mark goes to Jay's and Jay is on a date with Andy, but he says enough for this bullshit. You ain't going to, you ain't going to fuck that lady on the first date anyway. Cause you're a colossal puss. <laughs> yeah. So even though you're indis- indistinguishable for me, 
So, I know you. I know you, I would have sealed the deal, but you, yeah. you're not going to do it. You're going to say something dumb like you've been talking to this woman. Girls. You've been on this date for 20 minutes, and you guys haven't screwed. That means you're not going to screw at all. So come with me. We're going to go do some light B and E's. We're going to bust some shit up. I don't know. Let's find out. They go to Lip's house, who lives in this big giant castle that's very Frankenstein esque. Uh, and they don't really have a Off way of in university drive. Apparently. Yeah. It's up the street. There's like the Sigma alpha epsilon house directly next door. Yeah. There's a, a student housing, like a, a dormitory across the street. There's, there's a Domino's that is like just the, the turnover rate is huge. Cause they're like, I don't want to keep taking care of these college kids. It, they get ridiculous. 75 cents for a $300 stupid. order. It's fucking yeah. stupid. They break into Lip's house and basically then do an escape room where Mark realizes that the key card is works on Lip's computer. The computer yes. fires up and asks some trivia questions, which unlock <laughs> different things in the lab that's there. Tess's dresses. Tess's, Tess's dresses. dresses. Okay, so you just replace the first letter. Letter. And you and do then, this. Okay. All right. Uh, next one is I'm going to read a limerick that is about a Shakespeare play, and you're going to tell me what Shakespeare. Oh God, play we're fucked. I am talking about. Uh, they go into this lab. They they figure out one trivia question. It's, it's Troilus and Cressida. It's got to be Troilus and Cressida. It's not. No one knows that one. Loves labors lost. Stupid. It wouldn't be. Loves no. Labors, labors lost. lost. There's a thing that opens up revealing a couple books. Yeah. And then after they answer a question about the Star Trek. Star Trek. Andrew, if yes. you had a similar device. Yes. And you were asking questions about Battlestar Galactica. Would the answer to every question my favorite, be. My favorite show. Yes. Would the answer to every question be. I, I never I've wrote never, a Star I've never Trek. Written, I've never written the Star Trek. That's, how, the, that's the ultimate trick is they're like no andrew doesn't like bsg <laughs> but he is aware of portlandia so that's how you know that i whoever's getting into the mainframe that i've set up that's see that's because the the question that they ask in this movie is you know which episodes of star trek did spock kill kirk in right and uh there are apparently two of them which Nowadays, you can just look up with a Wikipedia page. Yeah, there would back be then. There would know. be some complicated Battlestar Galactica question that I would write, and then the answer would be, I don't know, I've never read a Star, <laughs> Trek, a Star Trek, but I could give it a shot. because yeah. <laughs> that's the real test. Like, yes, what does, yes. What does Andrew actually know? <laughs> I don't know. Starbucks? Is that a thing? <laughs> or or everyone would just be, what does God need with a starship? <laughs> Yes, it would, every answer would involve singing a round of row, row, row your boats. <laughs> well, it would be like um, in 1989, this shuttle disaster, <laughs> uh, this shuttle exploded upon takeoff. And the answer would just be, what does God need with the starship? I mean, when the almighty asks, all right. <laughs> That's right. Out of all of the Star Trek films, of number five is my favorite. I love Mine's it. The one. It's yeah. why watch any of the other ones. Uh, no, it would, my final words would be: Don't cry. Simply cry havoc. 
<laughs> and let slip the dogs of war. And then Andrew, I would, your... then my the chair would spin around and just keep spinning. Yeah, your, my dead body just your corpse at the party would not be at a lifeguard tower. It'd be in a Klingon captain's chair that's just spinning, and then it slows down halfway through, and you got to kind of kick your legs to keep it going. Yeah, that's you've described that's it's in it's when you open the the lock when you open the safe deposit box that's given to you by the lawyer that these will be my final wishes all right so what are we doing all right Um, so a door open (laughs) we're doing a funeral now all right (laughs) i think they've got a book they found a big tome that's written in german but one is translated into english and it says v v f on the book they also figure out a second trivia question on the computer which opens up an even bigger uh chamber in the lab that reveals a freezer that looks like it's stolen from an ice cream store but inside the freezer oh my god it's uh a person specifically a monstrous looking person specifically Frankenstein's monster, which they then conclude that VVF stands for Victor, Victor von, von Furstenberg. Jay is freaked out and he leaves back to go not have relations with not his to have lady sex. friend. But Mark tries to convince him and says, look, man. Andrew, can, is it off-putting that every time I leave somewhere, I say, well, I'm going to go not have sex now. <laughs> No, not anymore. It was the first like a hundred times, but now it's I just, well. Now, I just now wave. people find it comforting. They're like, yeah. "Oh, thank God." Yeah, right. there's death taxes and Mark saying that he's not going to go screw somewhere. Well, he's he's not going to reproduce. There's no chance of that. All right, Phew. we don't have to worry about. That's one less thing for the for the world to worry about. Mark tries to convince him to come back and look at the monster and like poke it with a stick or like throw rocks make at it. faces at it yeah just, uh, at night however mark goes through the vvf books and uh based on his translation and also the one that's because some english in it yeah. he concludes that the body itself is basically in cryo storage and they need some there's some way that they can get it to kickstart that apparently frankenstein and lip were on to the fact that there is some serum that they can inject in the body that then causes living tissue to reanimate. Yes. Also, apparently the Mary Shelley book exists in this universe as well yes. because he's trying to convince Jay of this. And he's like, didn't you ever read the Mary Shelley book? And it's like, well, that was fiction, fiction. but apparently not. Apparently it was some, it was it was a it was a true crime before in cold blood we had Frankenstein. Well, no, it's it's saying it it makes sense. I think it makes sense. Like, but so um, in our world, if you and I found a monster yeah. in a thing mm-hmm. and a guidebook that was like, "This is how to reanimate the dead." I'm German. It's from eighteen eighty nine. Germania, wherever they speak yeah. that, I Prussia, no whatever. We would say to each other, all right, we got a Frankenstein. Yeah. That's what we're doing right now. We're doing a Frankenstein. They're doing a Frankenstein, but they're saying that the guy's name is Victor von Frankenstein, that Frankenstein actually exists. Sure. And that Mary Shelley wrote it as a true to life thing, as opposed to a fictional novel, the modern day Prometheus. Like that's all. Andrew, what's set what, aside. What, Andrew, what is more condescending? The idea that, 
Mary Shelley uh, was merely talking about a thing that happened or that Frankenstein was actually written by her husband, Percy Shelley, which is a theory that totally exists. Oh, the, she was she wasn't creative enough to come up with Frankenstein. Yeah. So her husband. So I know no, you're saying is that in this world, either we take it in this and that she just wrote this book because it was based on a real thing. Yes. Or you're saying the real life theory that her husband was the one much like William Shakespeare is not have to have written all of his plays never existed. He was two different Kings or princes or some shit. Which one is more, more upsetting? Probably the husband one. Yeah. At least, at least there is, you know, there have been plenty at of that point. It's yeah. In, in this version, it's journalism. It's hard yes. hitting journalism. Yes. There are plenty of books that have been, that have been written on true life things that are not any good even with the, that fact that if it, this did happen, you can at least say the prose is also good. Yeah. Uh, but no, see, but, but a, a woman, <laughs> an 18 year old woman writing a book <laughs> in what world? All right. Andrew is having a physical reaction to the thought of a female author. That's right. I just, oh, it upsets me. His monocles keep falling out. He's got like eight of them. They're on my lap. I they keep, they, my, I'm not wearing shoes. My feet are all bloody. Uh, let's see here. Mark convinces Jay by talking about how Harvard and his parents and that dame that he's trying to bag would be so impressed if he raised the dead. Apparently this Andrew, convinces Jay. How many, time, only, how many times have we had this conversation? The only reason anybody does anything is that girl will have sex with you if like, you do this. And I'm like, okay. all right, fine. I'll do a podcast for 11 years. <laughs> It's a long con, Mark. It's gonna happen. I promise. I, I know. I told you that, but I'm telling you, it's the ship is gonna. Your your ship will come in. Elizabeth Dubicki is listening. <laughs> she's she's getting incrementally closer. That's right. That's it, it, it'll the, the it bends towards justice. All right. <laughs> All right. We just need to remember this. Courage. Stay the course. Yes, yes. Because by when we get to fifteen years, then you can go back to her and say, "There's I. This is it was all for this. you. It was all for you. All of it. Listen to it. Here it is. <laughs> I'll play it for you and watch your reaction. <laughs> Tell me you love me." In the lab uh, at back at Lips, the two of them are turning on a bunch of shit. They're throwing all the switches. They're like, "All right, we got to put the Frankenstein monster on the thing. We're gonna we're gonna supercharge him, and we're gonna we're gonna overclock his, <laughs> get, his get the NOS. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna drop the nitro. Yeah. It's all gonna be great. The lab, uh, however, in all of this, blows up, blows the fuck up. It's like yeah. uh, parts the Clonus horror. Detonates completely. Yeah, just, somebody's reading a newspaper, and then they're and like, "They say, huh, what's, oh. boom. boom!" And meanwhile, there's the producer of the film going like, "I always hated this scene, sitting in the back of the theater." Oh my god, that, that was, was the best wonderful. part. That's the that best part great. of the movie. That was great. When he was like, "That took eleven takes to drop it in that basket." <laughs> that was the best one. And you're like, "Okay, cool. Thanks, man." 
With the cops coming, the two of them grab the monster from the wreckage, put him in a wheelbarrow, and take him back to their dorm. You know, Mark, how many times did this happen to you at NYU? You know, it's classic college shenanigans. I don't know. I didn't go to NYU. I went to a real college. <laughs> no, you went to the NYU and you, you know, you had the lions. You went to the library with the lions there. And then, you know, you had to, you went, you, you had to investigate the library. Sure. Yeah. Floating and... I was asking women if they were currently menstruating all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you had to, then you had to mortgage your house. It's fine. Fine. Uh, yeah, Andrew. It's not college if you're not if if you're not taking a dead bo- a, a corpse and hiding it in your dorm room. You're not doing college right. Mm-hmm. While arguing with each other in their dorm room, the monster wakes up and begins to walk around, and they all scream, and it's very uh... funny. But he's struggling. He's struggling to move around. He falls down, shakes the floor because he weighs a billion pounds because he's a big, fat fucking Frankenstein. They conclude that he must be hungry. And they give him They Mark looks for food to give to the monster while Jay plays some music. And guess what, Mark? Guess what? Is it rap? <laughs> it's rap. And he is it 1991 and it's rap loves it the monster loves it yes twas monster big twas big twas monster mash that 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 killed the mash the, 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 the monster yes it was a graveyard smash meanwhile loman looks over lips wreckage at his house and he finds the blown up uh german version of the vvf book yes but it's still somewhat complete enough, but it's in German. So he has a little bit of trouble with it, but he wants to find the perpetrators. Act two, the boys begin running tests on the monster. Cause they're like, well, what this guy's all fucked up. You gotta do something with them. Right. Uh, and they want him to piss in a bucket. So this is about as close as we get to a boner joke. All right. This is piss it. in a bucket. <laughs> piss in a bucket. Cause they're like, we need, uh, I want a blood well, if sample. If he had peed in someone's butt, then it would be a boner joke. Well, they're, they're like, they want a blood sample. And then after that, he's like, I would also love to get another kind of sample, a urine sample. And he gives them a big bucket and they like smile at him and he smiles back at them. Yeah. And it's like, all right, let give, give us what we want. Give us the, the boner monster joke. peas. <laughs> give me the boner me joke. Boner. God damn it. I want to, I want to see him like, look at like a, like a movie or a billboard. And he goes, Ugh. and we hear a movie. Good. Oh, yeah. A species. Good. <laughs> Loman talks to the boring TA Blaine and tells him to keep an eye on that Mark. Cause I, he's up to trouble. All right. I'm, I'm worried about him. He's he needs help. He's, like, everything he does is a cry for help. Like, just please just, I just check in on him. Just call he's him telling us he's telling us, but he does it with a smile. He so does it with a big joking fat fucking smile on his face, but we all but you know, know he's in pain. He's, he's struggling, <laughs> but he laughs it off. But I know there's a problem there. All right. Just keep an eye on him. Just help him, please. While the boys sleep, the monster leaves the dorm room and explores the dorm while a knockoff version of Bust a Move uh, plays. Andrew, (laughs) this movie tricked me like four times with its music cues. 
And this was one of the times because I was certain it was actually bust a move. Yes. Yes. I was, I was like, all right, we're going to because we're building to the point where he says and bust a move. And we always cut before then. And I'm like, OK, so we're saving that. We're saving that drop for later. Yes. But no, it's not the song. And no. then the main theme. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the college years. Yeah, the love theme. The love theme sounds like some uh, sounds like a vanilla ice track where i'm like i only know one vanilla ice i know two vanilla ice songs uh go ninja go ninja exactly and ice ice baby so i was like he had to have had other songs this must be one of those songs no it's it's not vanilla ice yeah, they, they keep tricking us. They didn't bother to license young MC. So, but he's stomping around the dorm, seeing what's going on. He walks into a lady's bathroom. Okay. Okay. All right. All right now hold on. <laughs> we, okay. Uh, At this point, Andrew pauses the movie and asks everybody to leave the apartment. Get out! Get out! Get I need the this. Fuck out! Uh, you draw yes. the curtains closed. I say, Turn okay. off the lights. All right. I'm ready to laugh. <laughs> uh, there's a girl at the sink washing her face. There's a girl in the shower. Oh, okay. boy. Okay. Frankenstein, he's been dead for 180 years. He kind of stumbles in. The girl in the shower asks, hey, can you hand me a towel? Okay. The girl at the sink says, I will in a second. I've got soap in my eyes. She, oh man, is there anything more erotic than the idea of soap in your eyes? Just it's like burning, and it's like you're just you're covered in tears. You're angry, you can't, you can't see, see anything. anything, and you hate yourself because you did it to yourself. She hands the towel off like she's reaching for the shower, but Frankenstein's monster's in the way. Right. He then takes the towel and just hands it off to the girl in the shower, and they don't never see him. And that's the end of the scene. There has to be an extended edit somewhere, right? Andrew would. I thought this was a fun college rock, edgy thing. Andrew, have we? Have you tried to just insert your own boner sound effect and see if that fixes? It doesn't work. I've (laughs) yes, yes. It's not the same. You need to see. You need to see his eyes. You need to hear the boner sound effect and then close up of his face and his eyes as he looks up. That's that's, that's the joke. You need. And you were going, Ugh. yeah, shower good. Yes, yes. You God, know, we play it, it off the where he's like, ah, smoke good. Yeah, it's, yes, yes. But instead, no. Fire bad, smoke good. It's obvious. It's right there. The monster also goes to a uh, football party that's happening in a common area that they're watching on the TV. He has a brewski as well. Uh, The boys realize that the monster's gone as Jay also blows off Andy again to go look at for the monster in the dorm. They find him before Andrew. Yes. Anytime we talk about these movies that are set in college, I can't help but remember we we had a common area uh, at, at my dormitories. And uh, I'll never forget, I was watching uh, the season four premiere of Venture Brothers. Yeah, it was a good one. 
in my dorm <laughs> in my dorm in the common area and a rowdy group of like co-eds dudes and chicks came in right as it was starting and they were like oh we want to watch the game and i was like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then they like turned around and left and i just watched venture bros by myself yes, and i did. like i always look back on that and i'm like you that that was that was another opportunity to make friends yeah and instead you were like i have dean and i have you have hank i have helper yeah and those are all i don't i'm not friends with hank come on i can't pull that off <laughs> yeah you got uh you got dr orpheus maybe. i got a helper and dr orpheus those, those guys were my speed <laughs> it's good it's good it's ne- i'm never gonna be a brock guy no we know that no you're you don't even like zeppelin <sighs> the boys managed to stop somebody uh a guy named kingston from a spoiling exchange a stage exchange student. exchange student he is uh of african descent or is he i thought he was a, i thought he was like a is he from Asian. ghana He's like from he has a I don't know it's he's he is of some uh un un uh specific not non specific uh foreign foreign man yes yes he is foreign man he's Latka he might as well be Latka he says uh thank you very much very much I am from Latvia he says I think I'll do the Archie Bunker you meet it. Hey, <laughs> great movie. I would have had so much respect if they had just done that. Where it's just, just, just like Andy Kaufman's foreign man character. <laughs> uh, you have a uh, monster. It is much like the Archie Bunker. He's trying to run from uh, ice. Yes. Uh, he fills up his, his pants with a uh, straw, puts him under a under a thing, a they pull it out. It's it's not there. And then in the end, and then on the third floor, forms as Elvis. That's yes. what we needed. Instead, and then, on, and then at 8:30 on the third floor, uh, someone's committing. <laughs> an doing, exorcism. There's an exorcism upstairs. So, a really cool go. guy is going to yeah, do an exorcism. Great things coming this Thursday. <laughs> um. Okay, so we have Kingston, we have Mark, and we have Jay. They've got the the monster back under uh, uh, their their supervision. They decide here's what's the here's what's going to happen. They need to find a cure for whatever this tissue degeneration that's happening. They realize that the monster occasionally gets sick because uh, he's all fucked up. Right, lip lip only got so far. He couldn't yes. figure out how to keep the tissue degeneration from occurring. They have about 50 hours to figure out how to fix up the monster. Right. Because the serum that Otherwise, Frankenstein fall apart. Yes, the serum that Frankenstein came up with it was it's not it's not complete. So they have to figure it out. But they can't just sit there and babysit them all the time. They need to hide them in plain sight. So you know what that means? Da 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 da. Pretty no, yeah. 
Clothing okay, montage. we do a pretty woman. They're doing a clothing montage. They're like measuring him and they're putting on hats and they're putting him in different clothes. They dress him like a preppy and they dress him like a hippie. And they, oh my. Mm. All what, these different things. We had a movie a couple weeks ago that I feel like we were incredibly. Actually, no, I'll tell you what it is. It's Wonder Woman 1984, right? Mm-hmm. That you're expecting a clothing montage. There should you, be kind of get one but it's way too long and and it's not it's not that's what you want it's like chris evans coming out and he's like or it's It's like is this cool yeah and she's like no that scene also doesn't really (laughs) the bigger problem with that scene is it's like i don't i don't want to get too deep into in the in the wonder woman 84 thing like men's fashion doesn't change that much so if he had come out wearing a white T-shirt and jeans, she'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Come on, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Okay, cool. But no, she, she but no, you want him to come like, out of the dressing room. Wear a fanny room, pack. And then she shakes her head no. And then he comes out of the dressing room again, shakes her head yes. no. And then he's wearing a shirt that says, Frankie says relax. And she's like, yes. Yes, but oh, that would have been great if Frankenstein was wearing a shirt that says, Frankie, Frankie says relax. relax. I mean, by 91, it would have been kind of lame. It's Maybe that stupid, would be the but it, joke. Yeah, but it's funny at that point. All right. Well, the gang takes him to the college lab that's there because the lip, Lips uh, lab is all blown up. While the Weasley guy, Blaine, uh, is watching him through the window. They bribe Frankenstein's monster with a beer so they can get some blood, and he burps. It's very funny. They need blood. Frankenstein doesn't want to get hurt. So they say, all right, let's give him, a, let's give him some beers. Yeah, they grab some Bud Lights, and Mark says, "Great taste." Frank says, "Less, less filling. filling." Andrew, Bitter in your experience, face. does this count as a joke? Uh, in my experience, no. In your opinion, hang on. In your opinion, does it count as a joke? No, no. In your experience, does it count as a joke? No, because yes. all they're doing is just well, yeah, well, yes. Anytime, any saying. An advertising slogan is always a joke in my mind. I will, yeah. I will defend that to the. That's why when every th- every time I write, I am just constantly a character is like, "What's wrong?" And he just says, "Plop, plop, fizz, fizz." Oh, what a relief it is. Yeah. Or, or he then says, "You gotta eat," and then, and then I, then they just laugh. All right. Andrew, you were once asked, uh, "Is your comedy stylings more the Office or Modern Family?" And I no, believe your response. No. Big Bang Theory, please. Big Bang Theory or The Office. And Correct. I believe your, your response was uh, Barbasil ads that That's you would right. see on I the high, I said highway. Bur- Burma shave. Burma I said. shave. <laughs> and they were like, you're hired. That's right. I just rattled off a Burma shave uh, <laughs> poem. And they said, <laughs> they, they also thought that I was a man out of time, that I yeah. had just been unfrozen from 1922. <laughs> uh <laughs> It, yeah, it's um, it's it's well, no, if he had said I wanted to taste the taste of wetness, you would have laughed. You I would have laughed. You would have laughed. But no, he says a modern beer thing at the time. And beer ad. Spuds McKenzie, I'm not. So, Andrew, what upset me about this was they get Frankenstein drunk. They take a blood sample. Yeah. Everybody falls asleep. Yes. If you're going to get Frankenstein's monster drunk, don't you want to see 
the equivalent of a drunk elephant on a college campus. Like, don't you want to see him go hog wild and just rip things apart? But you, this movie is like, no. You want to see him show up to a frat party. Yes. And they're like, hey, big man, let's tap the keg. And then some guy like does like a keg stand and he's like, oh, man. And then Frankenstein literally just picks the keg up, pops that fucker open like a, yeah. like a beer can. Like he looks at a guy, crack open a beer can and drink it like shotgun. And then he does that. He yeah. does that with a keg. Yes. And then everyone fucking like was like, oh, Goes my God. Nuts but yes, there's love a, him. exactly. There's a beat. And then it's like, yeah. And, and then, then they yeah. can't find him, and then they see the party in the distance, and they come running up, and then they're da 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 that's what you want. Yes, this movie says we'll give you the beginning of that, and then nope, no, change our minds. No, he didn't even piss in the bucket. They go so, to sleep. They go to sleep. Loman continues to harass Mark about getting lips notes while Jay goes to his job as a sports medicine, a football physician, basically. He's a manager. He's a, he's not a manager. He's, he's more Mr. like manager. It's like, yes, it's just manager. He is on the sideline at uh, football practice because he's working for the team's medical staff. The football okay. team is terrible, but somehow the monster shows up with Mark because Mark wants to see like what the monster can do. If he can run a eight minute mile, uh, you know, can do the, <laughs> do a, an Ironman triathlon. Yeah. He's good at, he's probably good at the bike, but the swimming wise, he's going to be terrible. He's going to sink right to the bottom running. He probably, I don't know. He probably could do a, he probably could do a 10 K in like an hour. I bet that's fine. That's I think that's Frankenstein's going to be, he's going to be a distance runner. That's the thing. No, not a speed runner. Because he's got a great, with, he's got a great stride and he's got a lot of strength. But like, I don't think legs. he has the fast twitch. No, but that's the thing with the Ironman, with the triathlon. You want it's a long distance running. You're yeah, not just you're not running a hundred meter dash. Uh but after an errant football gets put in his uh, <laughs> at his feet, an errant football gets put at his feet, and then Andrew, I this was the only thing that made me laugh in the movie, and I don't know if it was intentional. The football players are like, "Hey, little help, yeah, little help, like toss the football little back, little help, yeah. little help," and it goes for maybe forty-five seconds. Yes, because these looks guys at the football. just saying the same thing over and over, like. Frankenstein's reaction isn't funny. What's funny is the normal football humans saying, little help, little help, right back, right here. Give it to me, right here. Just got like, ah, like, pew, just, you know, like, uh, underhand, overhand, whatever you got. Like the fact that nobody just, after after 15 seconds, somebody would walk over and just be walk like, thank over you. And I'll just take this, thank you. And then you'd be like, oh, the man is, he's slow. I don't. Yeah, but in this universe, they're like, you just keep saying the same thing over until it over. happens. Well, Frankenstein decides to help them out by, they're like, throw the ball. And they're kind of demonstrating, you throw it back to us overhand. Yes. He takes the ball and he just launches it. Apparently so far that it hits Blaine, who is at the cafeteria, drops right Eating in his noodles. spaghetti. Andrew, okay, so at this point, you're like, all right, we didn't get drunk Frankenstein. We're going to get Frankenstein, We're the football player. We're going to get, yes. Okay. Yes. And they're going to carry him off the is. Yes. Give me this. They're going to okay. hide him in plain sight by being the star quarterback or whatever. I uh, wouldn't have made him a quarterback, but sure, whatever. 
so this is so the coach is so impressed he's like where has this guy been they even without even knowing his name they take him into a side room and offer him a four-year scholarship to the university as long as he plays on the football team and he signs it with an x it's all very funny Uh uh-oh mark and jay now have uh potentially their plan is going to be exposed motherfuckers on the books what are we going to do Andy arrives a little later and says that she wants to give Jay another chance, but her roommate wants to double date with, with Frankie. Frank Frankenstein. Um, she wants oh, to. Oh. By the way, they, the guys have announced that they have named Frankenstein Frank and Stein. Yes. So the guys, the guys have decided now that they have, now that he's like a, a entrant on the football team, he has to register for his classes. They have broken into the registrar, labeled him as Frank M. Stein. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now they're calling him Frank or Frankie. And uh, also a, a practice later, the coach realizes that Frankenstein can't ki- can't throw and he can't catch for shit. But he can boot the ball, so they have now signed him as a kicker. Doesn't it make? Wouldn't it make more sense to make him offensive he, line? He would. I think he doesn't. You wouldn't be like, able. Couldn't to, he just shove everybody out of the way and then tackle the guy with the ball? Like, doesn't that make more sense? You have to explain to him to tackle the thing with the ball. But if he just put the thing down, you're just like, just kick it, just do it that way. Like, they whatever. Want I don't. Yeah, know. but that's not. He can boot the ball a mile. That's all you need to know. He's now the kicker of the team. Yeah, but nobody nobody's excited about a football kicker. Well, apparently the, the college newspaper is. Apparently this girl in the – yeah, great. That's the <laughs> other thing, too, is Andy's roommate, Gretchen, is also very excited because she wants to – she wants to fuck. All right? She does want to fuck. She wants Frank to fuck. She makes it very clear she She's would like, like to have sex I with him. I want to climb him like a tree. All yes. Right? So – Let's make this happen. Andy says that Jay can get another chance with her after he blew the date earlier, as long as he can set up a double date between the two of them and Gretchen and Frank. During the date, Jay bluffs his way through things because Frankenstein, all he does is grumble and groan. And he says one word answers. He's like, smoke, good, fire, bad, Um, (laughs) uh, double, double your pleasure, double your fun, double your fun. Yeah. Double mint, double mint. Double McGum. Tastes good like a cigarette should. Yeah. Winston does taste good. You could take Salem out of the country, but you can't take the country out of Salem. Uh, uh, so Frank, what are what are your thoughts on the core cur- core curriculum at this university? Sega does what, what Nintendo, Nintendo don't. don't. And they're like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird way to phrase it, but yeah, I do think that they're teaching us outdated stuff. Yeah, yeah. What do you what, what do you feel uh, you know nationally? How, what's going on, especially in the uh, you know here it is in 1991. Uh, we're on the heels of a potential. We have a flare up in the Middle East. I mean, Desert Storm was a pretty big deal. It's one of the first televised war that we've had. Do you think that's going to change in terms of the view of the media? Barney, my pebbles. Hmm. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, I mean, oh, they. Oh, I'm uh, uh, hungry. If yes, the, if the, if they had sat down and the waiter was like, "Do you guys want to start with drinks?" and he said, "Ho ho ho, I'm hungry," and they were like, "All right, appetizers." 
it's never explained how he learns these things. We never see a TV on that's like, I'm trying to teach him about, you know, modern day culture. And then we yes. see that he's watching game shows or whatever. And right. now it's like a short circuit or, <laughs> you know, it's like uh, like a bumblebee almost where it's like he can only speak in these like I mean, it's, things that it's more like, the- yeah, it's it's a, it's bumblebee meets being there. Yes, but it's, it would it would be great if he only spoke in TV. Um, if he was like, no whammy, <laughs> big money. Wait, why did you join the why did you join the football team? Big, big money, money, no whammy. <laughs> oh, so you're going to, you, you know, you're out there scrambling and you're going to, you're going to. OK, I see. I All see. Right, yeah, you're a hustler. I get it. <laughs> This is good. All right. Hold See, on a second. Now we could do this. Hold on a second. Oh, this sounds... Why don't we ever get the opportunity? <laughs> All uh, right. So they're at dinner and Mark's or Jay's trying to bluff his way through the dinner. He's saying, ah, oh, Frank's from France. He doesn't know very much English. He's a dumb idiot. Meanwhile, <laughs> Loman is trying to translate the book and Mark is continuing his research on the serum that's in Frank's blood, but he hasn't really gotten very far. Back at the date, Frank... Uh, is eating crab leg shells and Mark or Jay has to bluff his way through that as well. Two jocks then show up from the crosstown rival state and they try and intimidate Frank and Frank specifically because they're like, oh, you're that big time kicker. (laughs) You're going to get the extra points that's going to make the difference in a game. Yes, yes. Spin. And win. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be, gotta be Domino's. <laughs> uh, they try and beat up Jay, who they also know is the team's like medic. Because they're like, I mean, these these guys these are, guys are these, these guys study up on their opposing they got, teams. They went and bought the program. You can't tell. <laughs> can't tell a kicker from a quarterback without the program. And yeah. apparently there was some, maybe they read the alumni magazine and they're <laughs> like, this guy, <laughs> he had a, he had a human, uh, human interest feature on the back cover of their latest yeah. alumni I magazine. Think I didn't read that. Says that he went to, to, you know, New York to celebrate new years thought, you know, that would be fun to talk about for the alumni magazine. Well, you thought wrong, buddy. <laughs> I got news for you, Jay. Nobody gives a shit that you had an internship at Bear Stearns, all right? <laughs> they try and punch Jay, but Frank stands up. They then try and punch Frank, and he takes all their punishment. It's very funny. They don't damage him. He picks him up by the throats, and then he says, throw. And he says, Jay says, yes, and then he just throws him through a window. Would it have been funnier if he picked them up by their throats and Jay's like, yeah, all right, Frank. And then he just snapped their necks like right there. And they just dropped dead to the ground. He's like, and he's like, doing, he's dancing like he's in a toga. Oh, see, this would be good. I think what I know, what I wanted was I wanted Frank to, to knock their heads together. Yeah. In which case, I wanted him to have watched something earlier where you have the sound of two coconuts hitting each other. Yeah. And so Jay says coconuts. And he's like, mm, and then knocks their head together, crushes them, explodes. They all die. Yes. Yeah. No, he's watching Gilligan's Island. 
uh, Gilligan gets I, knocked on the head by a coconut, gets amnesia, and yeah. then he's he tries that, but yes, he cracks, he drops them to the ground. They're just, it's just nothing but brain matter spilling out of their head. Yeah, they're dead. And then I want, and then Frank says, Chuck, please. <laughs> he says, Oh, Gilligan. <laughs> he takes off his hat and he hits him with it. The uh, champagne's not Corbell. <laughs> are they going to do anything (laughs) oh my god yes the waiter comes over and is like would you like to smell the cork sir and he goes Ah, (laughs) we know a place (laughs) where the peas grow grow there. there (laughs) <laughs> all right all right what if we move it up now to 2020 or 2021 and it's a frankenstein monster but all he knows about humans is the youtube videos that i show him <laughs> so it's it's Most him going, humans are mac tonight <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's like who let the dogs out? <laughs> now where's the camera? The camera. <laughs> Pokemon go to the polls. <laughs> Come <Yeah>. on, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's just it's the six videos that I just have on a loop in my life all yeah. day, every day. And I'm just showing it. I'm like, this is what, this is what, this is, this is basically this humanity. This is humanity right this here. Is this, this is what this we is are. The, this is the golden record uh, <laughs> of humanity that I have put together here. Yeah. That's what it should be. But most of it would also be old commercials as well, surprisingly. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so, that Vincent Price one where he's selling like a yeah, camera. Yes. Yes. It's that. It's uh, yes. It's all. It's it, the the Christmas Fruity Pebbles commercial. Uh, <laughs> most of the Orson Welles uh, outtakes, and then just a lot of others like uh, I cut like a fucking hammer. Uh, that one, or just the <laughs> um, uh, the Christian Bale him yelling at. Uh, oh, good for you, Mick G. Do you have anything you want to say? <laughs> I, I wasn't I wasn't looking. I was I don't know. Yeah, it gets in a fight with the guys like you seem like a nice guy. <laughs> but you and I, we are done. Professionally. Professionally. I'm I'm sorry, Frank. Are are you talking to me? <laughs> Not, Not you, you your, your friend. friend. See, this is good. All right. Um, what happens next? Okay. They, they, they discover he, the serum. Throws him out the window. At a club later, the lady who wants to fuck Frank dances with him. He also starts to dance in a very long extended dance scene where he's like, and I like, like rap music. This was a mistake. So Frankenstein dances. He clears the dance floor. Everybody's clapping and cheering. They all love him. The one thing that I wanted was Frank was... DJ puts on record. Yeah. It sounds a lot like Vanilla Ice. It isn't. Mm-hmm. Frank dances about 
clears the dance floor Capers, doing his thing. Yes. He he gambles, <laughs> and then we see the DJ cover up the microphone, look to the guy next to him, and says, "Jesus Christ, white people cannot dance." <laughs> I was like, that's the joke is he's like, is this that much worse than any wedding I've ever been to? Yeah, he's no. just kind of some tall man, just all limbs. It's just yeah, it's like a, nowhere just a, near rhythm, just a pinwheel just spinning uh, randomly. Yeah, it's it looks like shit. But this goes on and on. But the crowd loves it. They're like, look at that guy. He's got obviously the coach is there that's how you know you're at a cool college club when that when the faculty when the shows up coach is there uh Loman, however while he's translating the book realizes what lip was up to he realizes he's trying to reanimate people meanwhile mark figures out what the problem is with the tissue regeneration with frank uh sugar spice everything nice <laughs> Puppy dog uh, tails. <laughs> Snips and snails and, and the puppy dog tails and the little car reaper. All right. The dance is going well. Frank is going to fuck. Gretchen's into it. Meanwhile, Mark comes running up to the dance and he interrupts Andy and Jay's date and says, Jay, Jay might get to second base, maybe, but no, probably not. Probably not. No. He'll be like, wasn't it cool when Frank was dancing? Don't you wish you were more like, don't you wish I was more like Frank? And she's, <laughs> she's like, what? Now that I think about it, yes. yeah, I guess. Uh, he comes running up. Don't and you he, think that Frank would be like down with a three way with you and your roommate? But I'm like, not like, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you? Yeah, wouldn't you? <laughs> Meanwhile, again, Mark comes running up and he's like, I, I figured it out. I figured out the problem. He realizes it's candy. The reason that Frank keeps crashing is because he needs a ton of sugar in his bloodstream to keep the serum up and flowing. So every time he ate, he was eating Zagnuts and Nutrageous bars or whatever. Uh, so that's what was keeping him going. Insulin, insulin is what I'm yes. hearing. He's saying that for, this is all a parable but, for diabetes. Yeah, but these doctor, these med students are what, like, what they're saying Give is people, more candy. What they're saying is people who are diabetic are literal monsters that will frighten it's, that we yeah. shouldn't we shouldn't trust them. They just will run amok. Yeah. They pull Frank out of the dance and they say, okay, here we go. We're going to solve it. We're going to fix it. However, outside is a fleet of police officers and Professor Lohman who try to, tries to arrest Mark and Jay because apparently he's saying that I know that you guys blew up Lip's house and you've reanimated the dead apparently. There's got to be a law against that. I looked. There isn't. <laughs> It's I we spent six years getting that law on the books about dogs not being able to play basketball. And we didn't think to and maybe we didn't think for a second. Should we also it was <laughs> I tried to get it in as a writer. Yeah. Does and, the does the NC if I were the coach of state, I'd be like there. I'm filing a protest. There right has now. to be a rule there about dead people to be a rule about reanimated people, because once they're dead, that's it. The, the dead cannot play football. They certainly can't play college football. All right. They're very they're very specific on this. Uh, they can't accept like a, a a car from a booster. Yeah. Like oh, oh, the gift of life. We're giving them life. <laughs> ah, that's it's it's your that's pay for play. Uh, 
Loman says, here's the deal. I will get the police to drop all the charges, but you give me all of Lip's notes and you give me Frankenstein over here. Again, we'll this guy isn't even the dean. And he's like, I control the police in this That's town. Right. I, I, I will tell the DA what to charge and what not to charge. I will tell the cops what to do. I am God. That's right. Maybe I'll maybe I'll just move a gate out of the way. Just let everyone just in. let them in. Take a let selfie with in. some people. Why not? Why not? Maybe the professor's office is down this way. I don't Go know that way. Maybe I'm just saying let I'm me just hold here. the hand of a woman as she leaves. Just goodbye. Thanks for visiting. Thanks for thanks for tearing everything up. They agree. Frankenstein gets put in a van and sent on his way. Oh, no. Act three. The buddies argue as Mark is only interested. For the first time, Andrew, if we had this movie drives me crazy because there's so much stuff where I'm like, okay, if you had set up that the two guys are different, this argument would make sense. But it doesn't. No, it's the same guy having two different points of view for no reason other than what page is it? 86. Oh, shit. All right. They're supposed to fight. Maybe, maybe it is the same guy. Maybe it's, it's, oh, it's a, we're doing yeah, a, we're, we're yeah, doing we're a doing a fight club. club. Yeah. They argue because Mark is only interested and in, he's like, if we can just go and write the research up now and get published before Loman is able to release his results, we can we take the to, credit. We win for this. Meanwhile, Jay is like, Frank is a friend. I am, what's his name from her empty nest? <laughs> We need to, I bet I had sex with Frank in the woods. All right. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was beautiful. I bet I met a beautiful man who's 150 years old. <laughs> we have to build him a landing pad. That's right. We need them to show up every week and no one can talk about it. We have to be quiet <laughs> so about this. So we can go in the woods at an abandoned farmhouse. Let well, me have this. Just, oh, I, that's why I'm not interested in Andy. That oh, makes sense. That yes, that uh, now yes, that is that's all coming together. That tracks. Loman wheels Frank into a medical bay while Jay shows up at Andy's for help. He reveals everything. He says, "We raised the dead." Oh boy, I know you said the same thing that your ex boyfriend did this, and that you didn't want to repeat it. But uh, here we are. You have a type, Andy. I'm sorry. Meanwhile, your roommate told me that her mom had sex with a dead guy, and now I don't know what to tell you. It's. I mean, he's technically not it's dead. Happens. He we become was our parents. dead, though. Yes, we we wonder how did they get to this point. You're looking at it right this now. This is it. This conversation. You're going to sit and in 20 years. You're going to then think your kids are going to have the same thing. It's a you're going to feel like you're cool. not going to have sex with that dead guy. And, and they will. They said, they I'll always show you my will bitch. That's Anyways, right. it's a vicious cycle. Anyway, I would love like a whatchamacallit, uh, like a, a Kit Kat. I'll settle. I'll split a Kit Kat. Do you have a zero bar? Do they still sell those? They got a zero bar. So my sister really liked zero. Is bars. there anything that's just nougat? <laughs> no chocolate, just nougat. Don't want anything else. Just, just I the want a big old thing of nougat. Just eat it like an apple. Loman is preparing a news conference to unveil Frank and say, I am raising the dead. I don't know. Like, Mark, what if mm-hmm. we had the ability to raise the dead like this. Oh, I thought you said, what if we could put together a news conference? And I was like, never, never. 
Yeah, we just go to a landscaping company and you hang up a couple <laughs> signs and then off you go. Yeah. I don't know where the nearest porno store is, but I do. Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. <laughs> but like okay. the implications of this is like what I don't I don't even know like what we just continue to raise the dead. Like we would just go to graveyards and just inject things into people's hearts, like at the no, end. No, no, no. The I no the idea behind raising the dead is we can preserve, we can maintain life, we can control life. If you, you know, it's all about like limb transplants. It's all about um, you know keeping the heart beating, even though it shouldn't anymore. You know, it's yeah. it's extending the life. Now, and I put together a fun AV presentation about it. Oh, this is fun. Please come. Yes. Frank is, or not Frank, but uh, Loman is Loman. telling everyone, hey, come out to this thing. And he's also positioning himself to become the head of the department, taking over Lip's position. Meanwhile, the, meanwhile the group has decided they're going to get the band back together. So now Mark comes along and he says, we got to save Frank because he's dying. He realizes that without the proper treatment to whatever sugar or shit, whatever he, okay. he says, sure. Yeah. Sugar. Good. good. So yeah, this scene. So yeah. So we have a scene where it's Mark J. Yeah. Annie, Andy, Annie's roommate, Andy, Gretchen. Andy, Gretchen. Yeah. And the Kingston and the foreign man. Yes. <laughs> Latka. <laughs> Latka. So, Mark says, here's the plan. Here's what we're going to do. Does everybody understand? And they're like, no. Yeah. And then the, and then the scene progresses. Mark and Jay do most of the shit. It's unclear what everybody else does, except for Andy. Andrew, they're college kids. Mm-hmm. How hard would it be to set up when we meet these people that one of them works as an intern at the newspaper. One of them works. We don't care. Because all we get, we one of care. them is an on-campus EMT. Yes. All we get is that Andy works for, is a film major. That's it. So yeah. she runs the AV booth. And it's like, we could have seated this for everybody else. But because this reads like a first draft where you were like, oh shit, something has to happen. And I'm not going to go back and rewrite introductions. It just seems haphazard and slapdash. And yeah. I'm angry about it. No, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, the way the plan works is they're going to dress up like EMTs. And as they're moving Frank from the hospital to the stage where they've set up a, basically a King Kong-esque. <laughs> Here he is, folks. Yeah. The eighth wonder of the world. That's right. He does not like flash photography. Uh, they do a little switcheroo and also inject him with something to help him uh, gain his bearing because they figured out the solution about what what insulin happening with him. They then perform a little switcheroo as they wheel in some other gurney uh, uh-huh. in the process. As uh, Loman says, "All right, check it out. Here's all the equipment I used." And then the thing goes up, but it's all this junk. Okay, well, here's a video I shot explaining what the monster does. And instead of that, they've spliced together this thing with Loman and there's like a bunch of uh, 
the old cow singing video cow singing video clutch some, cargo stuff some weird thing that they've pulled from a, a public domain uh server somewhere yeah then Loman says, uh, all right, fuck it. Here's the monster. And instead of the monster being on the gurney, it's Blaine that they managed to close shoot up with heroin. Or, yes. <laughs> He's he is strung out. The man is dying. He is he you want he needs another fix. It's hilarious. Uh this goes on way too long. We have to constantly cut back to Larry Miller going like no. What? what? My science experiment, my ninth grade science experiment project is really falling apart. Meanwhile, however, Frank has gotten loose from the ambulance and has wandered into the theater where Loman spots him and says, there he is. That's girl. Uh, and, and Frank is standing there and everyone rushes up to him. And Loman says, this man is he's 150 it's years a old he's a monster this is a frankenstein we're looking at folks and the, the dean of the school comes up and says well if you're really a student here i need you to say something anything and again if he had just said taste the taste of wetness everyone right. would just just whoo. or imagine he, what if he imagine said your was go up? ahead go ahead what if he said was up that would be good um, I would have loved if he had said, imagine yourself behind the wheel of the 1978 <laughs> Ford Cutlass. Not good, Bob. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> yes, he had gotten so in depth into advertising that that's all he spoke in. And then he just was made, managed to recite, uh, ad copy for ad, cars, ad, ad copy for cars at that point, or, um, if he had, it was just like a minor bird, you know, it just repeats back what he heard on the TV. And then he, or he said, big money, no whammy. And people just, again, lost their goddamn minds. <laughs> Instead, no whammy, no whammy. I would like to buy a vowel. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, surely there is a Paul Lynn center square uh, <laughs> gag that could have worked there. Full steam ahead. <laughs> Dumb Dora is so dumb. How dumb is she? She managed to blank Boy. toast. Boil toast. <laughs> Ooh, dumb. No, what if he had done a or he did a Karnak? That would be <laughs> Mount Mount Baldy. <laughs> what does Mrs. Yule Brenner do every night? Oh! <laughs> he could have he could have flicked a cigarette into somebody's face, right? Oh, if he had done a dice, <laughs> a dice. Dickory, 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 dock. Dock. <laughs> oh, oh, waiting. What the <laughs> fuck is that shit? He just throws a cigarette into Larry Miller's eye. That would yeah. be amazing. It, it, the Adventures of Ford Fairlane. He could have probably seen on TV at some point. Yeah. Anyway, instead, they all wait with bated breath for Frank to say something. They realize that the, the, the jig is maybe up, but no. Frank gives a very eloquent response by saying, well, I can't, I can 
tell you in Spanish, in French or in English, English French, I don't or know Spanish. Swahili. I might be a monster on the gridiron, but I am certainly no real life monster. And this looks like Loman is the crazy man. And they say, Loman, go take your paid sabbatical. <laughs> Oh no, vacation time. Oh, ah! my golden parachute. No! Oh, you found my only weakness. Uh, and it turns out everything's going to be fine. The gang goes back to the lab and they realize uh, Jay says, You can't test on Frank anymore. And Mark says, Don't worry. I've turned my pursuits to creating uh, terrible uh, freaks of nature by putting the brain of a dog in a rabbit for some reason. Like, that's the last gag of the movie. Yeah. He picks up a rabbit and it barks like a dog, and everyone has a great laugh, but it's the implications horrifying. are horrifying. <laughs> Imagine if you woke up as a sentient being that used to be in a human's body, but now you're in like a, like a robot or a, just a vat somewhere. Just it's disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. That would be fun. Until I'm uploaded to the internet, then pff, sky's the limit. Yeah. Imagine I, um, imagine I doppled into <laughs> you, you fingled into an orangutan. That would be embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, what a great, what a great episode. That's the end of Frankenstein, the college years. Mark, what did you think of this movie? Andrew, this movie is what I... There are numerous moments and scenes of, of what I call uh, comedy adjacent. Where it's like, <laughs> that's almost almost a joke. It's, it's like a, close. It's, it's a walk score of a uh, of a movie. It's like yeah. it's it, you know, it's within it's like a it's like a yeah. 75. I there's get a, the idea. there's a comedy store in the area. Like you could walk to that. Yeah, I see what we're doing, but yeah, no, we're not there, are we? Um he said great taste, less filling. It's less funny. Filling. It's funny. It it so much of it reminds me of like when I'm writing something or you and I are writing something and we're like and we're like, all right, um, a joke goes here. And then we're like, yeah, just write joke. Yeah. And then we'll get back to it. Come back to later. We're just putting cards on the board right now. And then they don't. <laughs> so it's like, oh shit, what does he say? Uh taste. less filling. The taste. Of wetness. Right, but that's what he's been saying for the past seven pages. And he says it. And he says it again. Seven. Look, do I have to spell it out for you? All right? He loves the taste of wetness. (laughs) Wait till we see him eat an orange like it's an apple, like he's a crazy person. (laughs) I thought for a comedy in 1991, there are some funny. I, I always love a good smash cut. They smash cut to people getting thrown through windows a lot, which always makes that's me laugh. good. Yeah. But uh, yes, and there's this kind of they want this like zippy peppy dialogue. But uh, yes, you're right that the two main characters are very similar to each other. They're both Bill Murray, and it's like we need they, you need the straight man. You need yes, the, you need the Martin, wild man. Like Dean Martin is Dean Martin and Lewis. Like Dean Martin was getting as many laughs as straight man. as jerry lewis like it's it's a simple formula it works when you say like i want them both to be bart simpson which i feel like was the note 
or like I want uh, give they, me they, Bart. They want no, they want both Ferris. Give me Bueller's. Bart and Bud. They want Ferris Bueller, Ferris Bueller, not Ferris Bueller and Cameron. Yeah, you're like all right, fine, but it's not going to make any sense. No, because they're fu- they're funny. They're funny. We love to f- we love having fun. I like I like a movie that likes to have fun. I I'm looking for a movie that's fun. Uh, I, so I've also been working on a a movie about World War One. <laughs> Andrew, I'm a lifetime subscriber to uh, <laughs> oh. Frankenstein: The College Years mm. and The Day After. Oh. <laughs> that's good uh i also have a fun collection of socks so that's fun that's fun if you're one of these frankenstein monsters (laughs) then you can go ahead and fast forward because i don't like people to resurrect the dead and i don't like resurrecting the dead no 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 jokers no smokers no frankies no Draculas. No Draculas. Sure no mummies. No, no Donna Juanitas. Uh, Mark, would you recommend this film to anybody? Uh, I can't. No. 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 I would not recommend this movie. Aww. I thought that there were interesting bits. or I Again, there were bits where I was like, yeah, you almost got a joke. <laughs> like, you're, uh, I'm really rooting for you. It's like watching that this movie was a lot like watching YouTube clips of a newborn horse, a fowl, trying to stand up. And you're like, come on, buddy, you could do it. I believe I, in you. I kind of wish that they had gone whole hog with all of the college tropes because there is something dumb and it could have been incredibly funny if it's well, like. Frank, yes. If, if, he, if he plays for the football team, then show him playing on the football team. Yes. Show a game. We don't even get a game. Yes, him, him, like just crushing some uh, halfback. But then when he kicks the ball, his leg comes. It off goes way it, too far, and it's yes, come, his leg comes off, but his leg goes through the uh, the, through upright. the uprights. Yes, and they're like, <laughs> like that's good. That counts. Or he rushes a fraternity again. And then, and then like, you can have all of these characters then show up. Cause they're like, that man's a monster. But then all the students show up at the end and they're like, no, he taught us how to party hardy. He dun, won the biggest game. Exactly. And they're like, that's what college is all about. Uh, any way you want it. That's the way you need. Andrew, where's all this alcohol coming from? How much? <laughs> Would how much would this movie have been improved with the use of one Louis Louis just once? Oh my 75%? god, seventy five percent. Yes, at least. Imagine if if he had just like a big fraternity party had happened or something like that, and he like some big. You think of the whole plan's exposed, but again, he like cracks open the keg, drinks it, and then everyone's like, oh, and then. Yeah, that would have been the best part of at the end, the dean is like, you need to prove to me that you're a college student right now. And instead of Frank being is having this eloquent, eloquent response, he just chugs a beer. Yes. And then Annie presses or Andy presses lip play on the tape deck and Louis Louis starts playing. And then the stuffed shirt dean is like, he's a. He's a Colum- he's a he's a USC man after all. 
and like people in togas and they're just you like yeah the marching band comes in andy and jay start kissing loman's like what no no and he's being like carried like crowd surfed out of the thing and we see uh yeah we see frank also like you know they like somebody like lights up a vape or something like that and he like freaks out because of the fire and like crashes through a wall <laughs> but again there, this is huge party everybody's happening. too excited that he drank beer um <laughs> yeah he runs to the road a car veers off like hits somebody on a, on the sidewalk yeah yeah this is good this i like that's, this that's how you this make is this good thing. All right, so maybe we didn't have as much fun with uh, Frankenstein the College Years as we would have liked, but I think we fixed it. Looking forward to next time, however, we continue uh, assuming that there is a country to live in uh, next week, assuming the currency still exists or the internet's not completely broken, you know, because again, we are all brokenhearted by the loss of our our captain. The (laughs) The, the the messiest bitch. on twitter i'll never know uh, those again I, i'll sh- i'll show up to a vanity fair party and i'll be like oh this this is this is not hot this is kind of lame from 1991 we have a starring judith light oh i love from, her who's the boss I was at a wedding with her it's entitled wife mother murderer Ooh. we used to do everything together God, I miss him. Oh, no. It'll be all right. I still can't believe it. It was just so sudden. You seemed fine 10 days ago, didn't you, Mama? It just got worse real fast. First, he had these real bad stomach aches, and then his liver stopped working. Where's your mama? She's just lost. That's right. Ripped directly from the headlines and airing first on ABC, I believe. Judith Light stars. She's front and center. Wife, mother, murderer. I'm not going to explain it, but uh, there I think it says it all. Crimes uh, afoot, but we'll find out more next time on Television Movie Night. But if you'd like to listen to past episodes, you can always do that by going to SoundCloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. You can subscribe to us on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash TV Movie Night. You can email us at TV Movie Night Podcast at gmail.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave a review there. Very much help us out in terms of the algorithms. You can subscribe to us on Spotify, and you can also listen to us on Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher, which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. All that information and more, soundcloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. Mark, is there anything else? Andrew. Lose weight fast with AIDS gum. Oh no, Frank, I should have turned the TV off. But I get, yeah, all right, I guess I'll try it. Yeah.